All right. Welcome to Friends of the Show, Clip Show Extraordinaire. All right, this is the show and series where I have a very special co-host and we check out clips from old episodes of Friends of the Show and catch up. And my co-host this week is one of my favorites, very talented writer and hilarious on Twitter.com where I'm very lucky to have encountered her, keeping it real online and being a great friend, it's Mason. Welcome. Aw, thanks, Steven. You go by the handle at Mason. How are you saying that? Decree. Maison Decree. That's uh, M A I S O N D E C R I S. Hot new handle. Keeping it uh, en français. We, or as Tom says, Mason de Chris. Mason de Chris. <laughs> yeah, he did. Way less fancy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you were recently. So, you're hopping podcast to podcast. This is another podcast appear for you. You were just on Tom's podcast. We should give that a plug right up top. Everyone, check it out. Interested in music podcast. Search it out. Yeah. I'm a hot are. commodity, Stephen. Everyone wants to get you, and uh, we're lucky to have you (laughs) to hear. Very hot on the podcast scene, (laughs) burning up the download charts. It's like (laughs) WTF and then any podcast with Mason on it. Um, So, yeah, you went on to Tom's podcast, which is about music, and you spilled all your guts about your favorite kind of tunes, which I learned was a lot of hip-hop. Did you listen to it? Listen to the episode. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Love listening to Pals on Podcasts. And uh, yeah, so you were into uh, hip hop. I think Tribe Called Quest came up and uh, as a major point. And also Fall Out Boy, which is very interesting. Oh, yeah. Be sure to hit all the embarrassing parts like the Raw and the WWE wrestling match that I went to. The Raw and WWE wrestling match. And if you want to hear more, you got to check that episode out. Yeah, I'm actually going back on for uh, the weekend. We're going to talk about Christmas music. I hope it's not a surprise. Oh, Um, (laughs) well. It's kind of like this, but for music. That's a huge tease, so hopefully everyone who's listening goes and checks that out, too. Very exciting. Christmas apps. Christmas season is almost upon us at the time of this recording. You got your shopping started? Oh, my God, no. Absolutely not. Do you hate the season, or do you love it? No, I love it. I'm just... um, I kind of got sprung with planning my mom's wedding in two weeks. Whoa, so that's a big deal. I'm trying to survive that right now. Yeah, maybe one thing at a time. Mom's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you re- it was recently uh, Thanksgiving. So it's uh, very busy. That's very busy. Very exciting, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a nice party at, at least, <laughs> right? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so I guess that. Gets us into uh, my first question. What you been up to since we were uh, uh, recorded last? I guess been on other podcasts, which is great. Um, like I said, <laughs> so I went on vacation recently. It was like my do I want to move and live in these places vacation. Oh, yes. And I met Jess, Jess for a minute, not the Jess that we're going to be talking about. And, and I met Kellen and... Um, that was really fun. And then right when I got back, my mom was like, hey, how do you, what do you think about planning my wedding in three weeks? And I was like, I would not like to do that. And she said, well, you're going to do it anyway. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> so that's like a great way to come home, come down from vacation. You know, that's always. To ramp right back into high stress. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, if, if, if that is good because you get to de-stress right before the re-stress, right? You got to. Detox before the retox. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather not do this right when I come home from <laughs> vacation. But it'll it'll be fun because it's like uh, I actually it was my idea. I based it off of Sarah's weddings, um, Castronomical's wedding. They had a, a surprise wedding, so that's what for my mom and my stepdad. It's going to be a surprise wedding. They know they're getting married, but like other people don't. Oh, people that's invited. that's so fun. Yeah, I like that idea. Surprise wedding. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, so what are the main uh, stress points right now? Do you have a florist? Do you have a string quartet? 
<laughs> what a street quartet? Uh, no, um, I'm I'm making a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> so that's as fancy as that gets. Uh, I just got the cake, and I have to go. The cake has a bunch of like woodsy shit on it. Like it's very like winter rustic theme. Okay. So okay. I have to get like pine cones and shit. I spent thirty minutes outside picking up pine cones. So that's my life that's right now. An important part of any wedding planner is uh, thankless. <laughs> it is so thankless. People were looking at me on the side of the road, like, "What is this bitch doing? Like stealing <laughs> from nature with my bag of pine cones?" Uh. <laughs> that's how I spent my day off. But yeah, so I had to go to the florist and get all this um, like greenery stuff to put mm-hmm. on the cake, and like it's just. It's a lot of pressure. And everyone's telling me, like, just don't don't worry about it. It'll be fine. I'm like, well, Cause you're, yeah, they're not that's the ones easy doing for it. you. To say, yeah, <laughs> like, you're not the one. Like, if I just don't worry about it, nothing's going to get done. So, <laughs> yeah, everyone shows up and is like, the hell up where is all the stuff? You're like, you said not to worry yeah, about it. You said, yeah, so I had a drink and just forgot about it. Like everyone says, you know. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll uh, thanks, Stephen. Everything will work out, and they'll get married, uh, and it'll be a great movie someday. <laughs> well, I did get a free outfit out of it, so in exchange for me planning this whole thing, which like I feel like she could have told me about it earlier. Like I don't know why it had to be like, "Welcome home from vacation. How would you like to plan a wedding in three weeks?" But I did get an outfit out of it. She said she'd buy my wedding outfit, so. Okay, so do you, is there a wedding outfit that you sort of have had your high on, or you're just gonna? No, not really. I had an image in my head, and then when I went online, I couldn't find it, and I found something totally different that I super like, and I'm actually gonna try to wear makeup for the first time. So get ready for that Twitter. I'm about to ask everybody like how. Oh yeah, how do you do it? <laughs> how do I do makeup? Yeah. Wow, you're gonna have to get a, no. a blender. You're gonna have to get a beauty blender. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that means, Steven. So already you know more than I do. But um, <laughs> I'm going to learn, damn it. I want to look good for pictures. Listeners, send her some YouTube, good YouTube tutorials. Send Because yeah. that's a huge thing. Makeup YouTube uh, is ridiculously is. gigantic. And especially like the trans community, right? Like there's a ton of great uh, trans YouTube makeup tutorial people. That's yeah. I always see yeah. these people in the news. I'm like, whoa, they just have crazy highlight makeup all the time. I'm like, well, that is very impressive. <laughs> yeah, there's this one guy who's super famous. I can't remember his name, but I'm probably going to look at his videos first. And then I am going to ask Twitter because uh, one of my friends, Brianna, who met Jess with me, um, she always told me that like the way you learn is you just watch a bunch of YouTube videos. So I am probably going to ask people to like send me their favorite videos, but um, yeah, that'll be fun watching my makeup discovery that hopefully doesn't end up a disaster. Oh man, I can't wait to see it. And you should also try to make yourself like do a before and after, but for the before, like really like ugh it up. up. Yeah. Like really go hard (laughs) one night and then first thing the next day, like roll out of bed and like snap a selfie, have the, for the before picture. Uh, just for extra impact. That's a great idea, but jokes <laughs> on you. I look like that all the time, so I could literally do one right now. Yeah, but that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, I might like you know embellish the <laughs> embellish the hell like, out oh, of look them. Look how before. hideous you look. Look how before. gross. <laughs> this is my everyday look. Just ugh. what a monster. Scary. Her makeup transformed her life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that. That'll be very fun for you. So, so you still writing jokes on Twitter? Still doing writing? I'm doing my damn best, even. You're I mean, doing I, great. I try to write jokes, but I they say. don't always come out that way. You know what? You're doing great, and I see you out Thank there you. in the Twitter minds every day, and it's great. It's great. Great content. Everyone should be following you and engaging in a positive way. <laughs> oh, I so agree. Thank Online. you. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're, you're still doing it. Uh, all right. And yeah, and you're you're toppling the patriarchy out there. You're really uh, ramped up the uh, the rhetoric, right? You're doing- Have I? Am I am I being obnoxious? No, I think it's great. I you could tell me. No, now is the time, right, for for everyone to to speak up about it because it's it's pretty Man, nuts out there. Ruthless. I just can't believe some of the stuff. And you're one of the people who I rely on for like calling out shit. And I'm like, okay, she's she says this, I believe you. Like you're a source for Aww, me for uh, for like what is right <laughs> in the world. You know, what's funny is that a lot of that stuff has actually happened to me in real life. So the last big like ass dragon thing I did on men was like men assigning uh, women homework like listen to this song so it's funny like I tweeted that thing the guy who it was about follows me 
And I dropped it. I dropped the link in a room and I was like, how how long do y'all think it'll be before I get a text? And literally five minutes later, this guy texted me with a really long apology because <laughs> he knew it was about him. <laughs> the subtweet worked. It worked. It was a really terrible apology, though. It was pretty much like, um, sorry that you like don't realize that I'm cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's not great. <laughs> That's uh, the half apology or the different levels of apology is a part of this uh, process, right? So... When some bad shit happens and there is an apology, then the apology also has to be <laughs> analyzed. It's, test, to see. Man. it's like, it's like it's, are, yeah. are you trying at all? Or <laughs> you know, it is a, it is kind of yeah. It's a it's a litmus test the uh, the apology of it. So people who do a real apology, the you know people can come back from it, and people who oh, do a sure. bad apology are like some. Yeah, I'm sorry that you think that uh, kind of apology sorry. is like that people see through it um, pretty, pretty easily yeah. nowadays. And I've gotten both. I've gotten great, especially Twitter men. I've gotten great apologies from them and some not so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a spectrum. And so you can kind of see if people have maybe learned a lesson and turned a corner, taken that next step towards being a better person or if they maybe are <laughs> digging in a little bit so i urge everyone to <laughs> maybe to apologize to me be yeah to well definitely apologize <laughs> they they everyone needs to apologize to you just uh, for the hell of it but when you apologize just mean it <laughs> just like really yeah uh, nice. look at yourself before yeah I think I retweeted a nice tweet from the Slum Flower. If you ever, if anyone knows about the Slum Flower, she's a. I heard of them. No, she's um, uh, this person from the UK. She's great. She's like one of BBC's top 100 women to watch. She's great about like empowerment and stuff. Uh, and she was like, critique yourself with the same level that you would critique others. And I'm like, it's so simple, but it's so true. And nobody does it. So shout out. Yeah, I'll go Slum Flower. Slum Flower. The slum flower. Yeah, she's great. I just, uh, okay, this is probably not her. I'll, I'll get with you later. Yeah, I yeah. want to follow you, her. Yeah. But this Hashtag saggy boobs her. matter is her movement that she started. So, I like that already. Yeah, so like it's great. Hearing. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Uh, she just came out with a book. Yeah, so everyone go ch- check her out. And uh, yeah, it's sometimes the simplest advice is, you know, the best. Well said. Yeah, all right. So let's get to the clips. All right, this is a clip show where we play the clips from friend of the show, play all our favorite friends, and then we talk about it for a minute, and then we play the next clip. So let's get into it. And the first clip is from the aforementioned surprise wedding, Sarah, great guest, at Catstronomical on Twitter. She's back. She's doing jokes, and it's great to see her around and online because she's so funny. Anything to add, Mason? (laughs) Before the clip? Yeah, um, no, yeah. The, just that I love her with all my heart. A lot of love. And here is that clip. So my uncle started talking. We were at a family picnic for my grandfather's 80th birthday, and he just started talking about how Song of the South was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, but, it, you know, it's kind of it's been criticized now for being kind of racist and perpetuating stereotypes. And he was like, well, that's just how things were. And I was like, hmm. I don't think so. Like, it, it kind of takes on a view that, that most people would not agree with now. And he's like, well, you know, Sarah, not all masters were mean to their slaves. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Problematic. So, yeah. So I was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, but they were still slaves. And he was like, eh, that's just how it was, basically. About four seconds after saying this to me, he turns and trips over a dog leash that was tied to the pavilion we were at, and he fell down a hill. And it wasn't like a regular normal fall that people have. It was the slowest fall I have ever witnessed in my entire life. So he like just kept falling. And then when you thought he was done falling, he just fell some more. Like he fell down an entire hill. Do we got a um, Homer Simpson falling down the gorge type scenario? Yeah, it was like he never stopped. And then eventually he like rolled into a picnic table and he did stop. And then everybody kind of like ran over to him and I just looked over at my it was my boyfriend at the time but my husband now and we just like exchanged this look like what the 
fuck is happening right now? (laughs) And then everybody ran over to the picnic table and they were like, my grandfather was like three inches from my uncle's face going like, are you okay? And it was super awkward. He gets up, he sits in a chair, they get him some ice and he looks at me and goes, so Song of the South was a really good movie. (laughs) Picks up right where he left off. Did not learn uh, the lesson intended by the old hill fall. (laughs) He did not. Wow, what an appropriate, what an appropriate clip for that. Am I supposed to be silent because I c- could not stop laughing? No, I like, I like that. You can interject with your laughter during the clips. And if you have any exclamations, you may exclaim. So that was Sarah. I think I gave a nice taste of uh, her. Oh, my God. She's great. Oh, yeah. So that story, um, I actually heard that story Sarah and I FaceTime every other Saturday and um, it's like a standing date. And God, this must have been like over a year ago when she first told me she was going to be on your podcast. And she was like, I don't know what story to tell. Should I tell this one? And then she told me and I cried. (laughs) I really cried, Stephen. Like we and we FaceTime for like two or three hours. And later on, she kept trying to talk to me about, like, really serious stuff, you know, like mental health and, like, work and, like, serious stuff. And I was, you know, like, chuckling in my hand, like, trying not to let her see that I was still laughing because it was just – that's the craziest story I've ever heard. That is nuts. The (laughs) – yeah. Song of the South. I mean, it's kind of like the classic uncle stereotype just reinforced. For sure. Just the the visual I got – of like her who like her who is it her grandpa standing over yeah. him and being like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> the whole story made me cry uh yes great story great guest oh what a nice time and everyone should go check her out on twitter and go check out her episode she has other great stories about working in that crazy museum Oh, yeah. You should uh, go to Philly and get her to give you a tour of Meter. Well, she doesn't do that anymore. But still, ask her to do it anyway. Meter Museum. <laughs> yeah. Get her She's to yeah, come guy. on her day off. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Make her do it. Pay her extra. Yeah. Well, that was great. Love, Sarah. And uh, let's keep the show moving. The next clip is another person who you have met. And it is Sky. I am Space Girl was her old handle. Robotic Crab is the new handle. Everyone got to go check out the new handle. Retweet all the new versions of the old great tweets. (laughs) And uh, yeah, anything to add before we dive into the clip? I have a lot of good things to say about Sky. That's that's all I'll say for now. Coming up right after this clip. Our teacher, uh, Miss Nostal, walks in, and she was this tiny woman. Like, I'm short. I'm not even five feet tall. This woman, like, came eyeball height with me. Like, the top of her head was, like, with my eyeball. She was tiny, and she had, like, a hunch, and she was awesome. <laughs> Everybody really loved her, and she, like, skittered around in this little lab coat, and she was the best. But she came in one day and looked me dead in the eye and was like, you're not going to be happy with what we're doing tomorrow, but I'm very excited. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> And she brought in these, like, big plastic bags full of, like, dead cats. And I was really, really unhappy. (laughs) That would be upsetting to see, right? really, really upsetting. And I still, like, I was still like, I don't agree with this at all. But then, like, um, she told us for some reason, I still don't know whether I believe this, but she told us that they were diseased cats from Mexico that were dying of natural causes. And I really think that that was just to sort of, placate me <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i guess anyway. yeah you, well you know like where does where do you get your where's your dead cat hookup <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's your dead cat Man, guy who's your dead cat guy right Jeez. trench coat on the corner like so, you open up the coat like bag of dead cats just like walking desk to desk like plopping a dead cat in front of the, a group and they were, um, they didn't have hair. They were like, so they looked kind of, you know, like chickens or whatever. I don't know. Uh, it yeah. was bad. It's oh, no. But anyway, my friend is way psyched. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and we start opening them up or whatever. This is like over the course of the week, we open them up. And like, unfor- this is a really like weird story to tell you right off the bat. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> 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 um, we get into the kitties and like some of them had babies inside. No. And like our teacher 
freaks out. She's so excited about it. And she, like, runs to get jars of formaldehyde. She cannot get over how many specimens she's going to have of these. Uh-huh. And, like, I'm so upset and disturbed by this that, like, Ash is <laughs> out of the room. Like, she couldn't have been gone very long, but I just, like, made a decision. And I walked around to every table and asked everybody to give me their little cat fetuses if they had any. <laughs> and, like, everybody did. <laughs> So, like, I got back to my table with, like, a paper towel filled with, like, 11 little teeny, really cute little tiny bodies. And, like, Allison mm-hmm. is, like, my best friend is, like, what are you doing? So, I, like, wrapped them all. I was, like, I don't know. <laughs> I wrapped them all <laughs> in paper towels and put them. I took my lunch out of my lunch bag and I put them in my lunch bag. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this story just got wild. Uh... <laughs> and... So Miss Mastel comes back in, and when she realizes that they're all gone, she starts freaking out, and she starts threatening the whole class with detention. And it's our senior year, and it's, like, getting toward the end of the year, too. So, like, we're just trying to make it out, you know what I mean? So nobody really has time for this nonsense, but nobody told on me, and I really appreciate my class for that. Holy cow, what? Wow. (laughs) Like, I can't believe nobody told on me. So we leave, and, like, at lunch, Allison is like, do you still have them with you? And I'm like, yeah, of course. What am I going to do with them? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. She's like, I don't understand what your plan is. But, like, I get through the whole day, and I took them home, and um, and I buried each one in a little teeny grave at my parents' house. So there's, like, probably – they don't live there anymore, but there's probably tiny kitten ghosts haunting that house. Oh, Whoever lives there. That would be the <laughs> cutest haunting. Right? Yeah. So- I blessed them with kitten ghosts. Blessed with kitten ghosts. <laughs> that was oh a. Oh my god. That was a very interesting story. That is the skyest story I've ever heard. <laughs> it's the skyest story. <laughs> uh, it yeah, it definitely has a lot of sky in it. I think we can say that kitten ghosts. Yeah, that's I mean, so sky. It definitely that's shows. Yeah, her, yeah, her personality. Very. She's the best. She's great. Loves animals as you can tell by that clip yeah so i'll tell you about that um she was here last week actually last weekend she came to help me with wedding stuff um we did not get like a ton of wedding stuff done on account (laughs) of all the drinking but we tried we uh we we did a little bit of shopping and we went to my mom and stepdad's new house that's the surprise aspect of the wedding is we're acting like it's a housewarming. Um, oh, and then that's the ruse. Yeah. So when people get there, there's going to be a sign that says surprise. Welcome to our wedding. Just like Sarah did. Anyway, um, so we were like, let's go check out my parents' new house. And they have a giant hot tub, like a big enough, like an orgy size hot tub. <laughs> a and- big orgy size hot tub. Yeah. And so Skyner just hanging out and she's like... She finds a frog, you know, and she's, like, taking pictures with the frog. And I'm like, this is exactly, <laughs> like, what I would expect. Yeah, that's what I picture girl. of her life, too. <laughs> Always selfies with frogs and other sort of small wildlife. Creatures. Yeah, creatures. Yeah, and we let out, um, we accidentally let out my mom's cat, Zoe. And Sky could not enjoy herself, like, the whole night. She was, like where do you think Zoe is? And like, she was just so worried about her. I'm like, she'll be fine. She'll come back. That is a very sky story. It makes me miss her. Oh, that's so funny. Worried about the, (laughs) the, someone's cat, not even her cat. Yeah. The crazy thing is that we were so, well, Sky, I wasn't that worried. Sky was worried about it all night. We were outside on the, uh, on the porch in the hot tub. And then when Sky went inside, the doors, like the doors were all closed. So I don't know how this happened, but when Sky went inside, she just saw the cat walking around inside, like it had been there the whole time and just screamed like, Oh my God, she's here. I was so relieved. Obviously. Very weird. Yeah. And obviously you guys had a great time doing all your stuff together. Yeah, and in FaceTime, that's quality FaceTime with some quality people. Yeah, sorry for telling that lame story that no one wants to hear. But I just thought it was very <laughs> quintessential Sky. That's what we. That's what we're here for. Getting that behind the scenes insight. So everyone got to go check out that new Sky account, Robotic Crab. 
Robotic Crab on Twitter. So go check it out. Still the best. She is the best. And our next clip is from the old other co-host of one of these clip shows. It's Jess. I'm talking at Jess. Okay, fine. Oh, one of the best. And her episode was the very first one. So uh, (laughs) this clip is uh, is from the very first episode. And there might be me being a person who had never hosted a podcast uh, before (laughs) on here. And uh, Jess obviously never been a guest before. But, you know, I think it worked out great. (laughs) Everyone loved. This is one of um, the most mentioned stories uh, to me from people who listen to the show. So uh, let's play the clip. Play the clip. Boat full of people. A boat full of people. Family, friends. <laughs> I mean, it was probably, it's a fairly big, probably like 10 people, maybe a little bit more on the boat. Oh, nice And uh, I got on got on the on the board in the boat, which you have to strap your feet into these boots. I've never been snowboarding, but my understanding is that they work pretty much the same way. You strap your feet into the boots. The boots are attached to the board. And so the plan <laughs> was, I strapped my feet in. My plan was to sort of swing my legs over the edge of the boat and drop into the water and then you sort of float behind the boat with the rope and when you're ready the boat goes and you pull yourself up to your feet using the rope right um that's that's the plan that did not work out i swung my feet over the edge of the boat but uh i did not make it to the water the side of my bathing suit bottom actually got hooked to the boat cleat which you used to tie the boat up to docks oh no (laughs) so I got hooked, and I'm heavy now because not only do I have my body weight, but I also have the weight of the wakeboard, and most of my body, I'd already committed to going (laughs) over the side into the water, (laughs) so I am hanging now from my hip from the side of the boat, and my head was in the water, but my (laughs) rear end was attached to the side of the boat, and uh, I I will just, there's no nice way to say it, my entire entire backside is completely exposed <laughs> at this point and i'm hanging upside down <laughs> upside down head in the water and the weight of my body had pulled the bathing suit so tight that nobody could get it off of the boat cleat oh no and so i was yelling to the people in the boat to just cut my bathing suit just cut it like just somebody yeah. cut, somebody cut me get loose. loose and they, I guess, were trying to find something. It felt like forever. It probably wasn't that long, but we're in the middle of the channel, so boats are going by in every direction. Oh, all my yeah. entire butt is in the air, and I was like, <laughs> I was mortified. And eventually, they did get me cut loose, and I did fall into the water, not very gracefully at all. And then I climbed back in the boat, and I never went wakeboarding again. Wow, that was quite the story. I'm sure all the listeners are just <laughs> picturing it right now, right? They are, everyone is picturing that uh, in their mind's eye. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess. Okay. She's great. Uh, it was great having her hosting the other first episode of The Clip Show. So great to talk to her again on the podcast. Yeah, can I just say, um, I literally like a few hours ago got two gifts in the mail from Jess for my birthday, which isn't even for another like three weeks. So I just, I love her so much. Oh my God. What? That's the, oh, that's, that's amazing. Really? That's the sweetest. She got me a book of spells and then a journal that says, what does it say? It says, be the witch you want to see in the world on it. Oh my God. That's incredibly nice and thoughtful. I know. She's great. And I love picturing that story she just told. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as as you can tell by that story, it was it was a great talking point for everyone uh, after. They wanted to know more about it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I... So I also met Jess. I wish I brought that up when I met her in person. But <laughs> I met her and her husband, Adam, and he's also fantastic. Shout out to Adam and the but whole I wish- fam. Yeah, shout out to Adam. I can't remember his handle. You should follow him. I sorry, I don't remember what it is. But um Adam Chaika, I think C H A I K A I K A. Yeah, good pronunciation. So I wish I had gotten her to like reenact it for me. But <laughs> that would have been I great. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jess is great. One of the best people I've met online. Um, one of my favorite friends of the show. That's why I wanted to have her as the very first uh, guest. So it had been a long time since I had spoken to her. Yeah, not enough <laughs> good things I can say about Jess. 
Um, way better than okay, fine is what I always say. <laughs> she's amazing. I don't even know what to say about her. Like she's like the smartest woman I know. She has this power where people like mostly men, but just people in general crave her approval. And that just gets me off. Like I just, <laughs> I love it. Yes. She's a very intelligent and powerful woman and everyone should crave her approval. They should. Like, Jess is my litmus test. Like, if Jess says you suck, you probably suck. Actually, yes, that's another good point. Like I said, um, I do with your your points and stances on uh, in controversial subject, let's say. Uh, Jess as well. I definitely, all her advice uh, I take very to heart because um, it's coming from a very knowledgeable place. A yeah. very powerful wizard. Powerful wizard uh, and just the best. So, there's, yeah, not much else you can say. She's just great. So thank you, Jess, for being a great uh, great friend. I love you, Jess. Love you. All right, next clip is Allison. I'm talking Suge Knight at S-U-G underscore K-N-I-G-H-T. Now, Allison is also... One of the greats. She is so funny. Uh, really keeping it real on Twitter. Oh, great selfie calls. Like eyebrows on fleek. Really. Oh, yeah. Makeup on fleek. Makeup everything. on fleek. Uh, yeah. Bathroom selfies off the chain. Leg um, up on the sink. Leg yeah, up. She's got it. Crew life. Yeah. Got it going on. <laughs> so uh, you got to be checking her out on Twitter at Suge Knight. And here is a clip. Okay. I guess I'll put Paris at number three. And Paris is really, really pretty, but it's kind of dirty. Like, I'm sh- you've oh, probably yeah. been there, but... Yes. I did visit there when I was uh, stationed in England, and it is a, a bit stinky in certain areas. Yes, it's got that <laughs> real city feel where someone yeah. just peed in that alley. Yeah, it adds to its <laughs> charm. There's, I'm not saying anything against Paris. Love it. I'm just saying, in comparison to Vienna, it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, germaphobes, maybe check uh, Austria first. Yes. Yeah. So, visit Austria. Paris was very nice, though. Also, one of those, like, cool, historic, we're just like, oh, that. Oh, and there's that. The Louvre, the Notre Dame. There's everything. Yeah. Notre Dame. Have you seen the cartoon movie, uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Uh, I would like to say yes, but I don't really recall all the details. Um, it's on Hulu, just just in case you want to catch up on it. Mm-hmm. But I I just remember going to, this sounds really dumb, but I was in Paris and I was like really surprised. Like it seemed way smaller than I anticipated. And I was like, I think I was basing this off of an animated movie, my expectations. Right. But, and you yeah. might have been smaller when you saw the movie. So even bigger, True. it would seem even bigger. Yeah. I do watch it kind of frequently for an adult and it's takes on a weird meaning i <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah i guess it it's not as big as i thought either when you go in you're like oh yeah it's just sort of like it's big it is big don't get me wrong but yeah it could could be bigger maybe it just <laughs> feels like it's bigger like it the importance of the building is bigger. yes yeah it's very cool i'm not trying to knock it i'm just just saying those car- disney cartoons gave me unrealistic expectations <laughs> yeah and uh, unrealistic ex- expectations about what the job of bell ringer is like he was really swinging on those ropes i don't know about that yeah it, that was probably a little bit what's the word i'm looking for like exaggerated it was embellished yeah, yeah. his uh his rope swinging skills yeah they were probably decent not <laughs> not as good as the cartoon yeah it was nice of them to bump up the skills though really helped the film Hunchback in Notre Dame. Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> yes, I have. I mean, a long time ago. Not as frequently as Shug has seen it, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's sort of one of the newer Disney's. I don't think it goes really in the realm of uh, all-time classics. That's not in the pantheon. No. I don't think they so keep funny. it in the vault. <laughs> I feel like was the last time <clears throat> that we podcasted together, was I about to go? To Paris? You know, I think that is pre-Paris. It must have. Yeah, that was like bringing back memories. That's so funny. Now I, I kind of wish that I went to Paris with Shug. Like, what's the point? If oh, you're not yeah. <laughs> that would have been, been amazing. That would have been great. Um, What was your favorite part of Paris? Did you see anything good? 
So my favorite part was probably the last day that I had. I went with my friend Siobhan, and we were just super wiped. The last full day we had together, we just kind of traipsed around Paris and sat in bars and people watched all day. And he's like a super bitch when he's drunk. Like, he's very giggly. (laughs) So he he got hammered. And, I mean, I got a tattoo there. That was fun. But, yeah, my favorite part was last day, just, like, people watching and drinking. Ah, that's great. Yeah. When you uh, can can do, like, a day where you sort of get the feel of what it's like, you know, the day-to-day of, some, yeah. of somewhere exotic where you don't live. Yeah, that's the real juice of a vacation. Yeah. But exactly what you said where it's very dirty and it's very glamorized where, like, it's not that nice. You know, it's like yeah. New York City. You have to be living in a really nice part to not experience the dirtiness and the scams. We almost got scammed a couple times. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, the scams and pickpockets. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's got like, it all. I, I felt a lot more comfortable being there with, like, this giant bulky dude on my arm you know like Mm. taking care of me but god i would have loved to go with shug that sounds like she had some good commentary (laughs) i mean it would be great to get her take on all the things in paris (laughs) i'm determined to meet her because i've met everyone else that we've talked about and um you gotta do it now yeah she uh would be quite interesting to meet um i think she, uh, yeah, she's one of the nice, nice folks online, and uh, I'm assuming that is the case in real life, also. <laughs> she's so hot; it's intimidating. Like, I wish that I could. If I had all the money in the world, I would pay to fly her here and do my makeup for me. Oh yeah, yeah. For the wedding, was... but just like every day, you know. Yeah, she has a great like a everyday look. Artist. It's not overstated. From what I'm seeing on the uh, bathroom selfie front, um, just really great, great, uh, nice highlighting. Oh, I don't. I'm, you're asking the wrong person if you're asking me. But right. she has a uh, an Instagram for makeup, which I recommend people follow. I don't know what it's called, so I'm the worst friend in the world. But um, it's there. Yeah, uh, it's just good. just ask uh, Shug underscore Knight on Twitter. What's your What's your Instagram for makeup? she'll send you the link yeah i wish i wish i'd met her but um there's still time i'm gonna make it happen there's always time you're definitely gonna meet uh and what a day that will be (laughs) it's gonna be momentous that will be amazing all right so those are the those are the clips from uh from your your great friends uh and now we'll get into some other clips from people you don't know know in real life. Oh, and uh, this, this one is uh, someone I know in real life, and it's my pal Greg. Uh, he's a, a drummer in the band Tokyo Police Club and uh, an old neighborhood pal, and he was nice enough to come on the show. And here's a clip from that show. Uh, yeah, there's a good connection. I remember the first time I met you, I think was like, I guess it would have been like 1999, I think. Mm-hmm. And we were partying Around as the- such. Yeah, <laughs> it was getting up to YGK because I remember you saying, like, you know what? I'm just going to, for New Year's Eve, I'm just going to sit in a lawn chair <laughs> with a tall glass of Pepsi and just watch the world come down or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, what a cool guy. <laughs> what a confident, slightly older guy. Yeah, yeah that sounds like <laughs> that a, does sound sounds like an appropriate view of the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, well, if Y2K happens, here I'm going to be. Yeah. Tall glass of Tall Pepsi. Tall glass of Pepsi, sponsored by <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> like that's the commercial, like me sitting on a lawn chair, like on a, my roof. Just <laughs> generation next yeah, yeah generation next. a question mark at the end who knows yeah <laughs> yeah those early days were, were quite fun running around the neighborhood um mm-hmm. i remember a couple of jam sessions around town at your place um that yeah was, that was fun uh yeah i think you did you uh i think you introduced uh us to ska music <laughs> yeah, that could be. I definitely had a yeah. ska phase uh, and have an appreciation yeah. <laughs> for the genre, right? Big fan of yeah, real, real big, big fish, fish janks, and uh, and the like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real big fish, underrated band, great. Uh, I still I still enjoy a good real big fish. Uh, listen to every once in a while. Yeah, you know, I'll throw them on every once in a while. It's like a it's a good nostalgia hole to kind of jump down. They they kind of yeah launch in from that. It's a little easier to go back into, uh, like, the ska hole than the new metal hole. It's friendlier. It is friendlier, that new metal hole. 
Well, that was Greg, Greg Alsop, at other Greg Alsop on Twitter, uh, and he's great. So check him out, and at Tokyo Police Club, and check out their new album, TPC, wherever you get your music. Greg, yeah, he's great, uh, and he's about to become a father. Uh, babies do any time now, but maybe Yay. when this podcast is out, he will be a father. So if you're listening, wow. shout out. Congratulations, Greg. This is a very exciting so when, time. When's the due date? It's uh, mid-December. Uh, so, Oh, my God. If it's lucky, it'll be born on the same day as me. Oh, what is that? December 13th. Whoa, the odds are good. It's right in the window. Yeah, I hope so for that baby's sake. Birthday buddies, well, that'll be great. And uh, your birthday's coming up. <laughs> it's also exciting. The wedding will be done with, and <laughs> yeah, it's gonna eclipse my birthday. But who cares? I'm not my own person. So is Greg the one? When you sent me a list of like all the people we were gonna talk about, um, I didn't do my research because I'm a great guest. But is he the one that's like on a TV show? Is that somebody else? Uh, no, that is the next clip. Okay, up. sorry. Sorry, yeah. everybody. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, you know what? Greg has been on a TV show. You know what TV has show he? he was on? Uh, <clears throat> your show? I mean, no, you can guess. It's a real TV show. It ran for many seasons. It was insanely popular at one point. Frasier. Nope. Uh, it was... I can't believe that wasn't right. That was a great guess. Um, <laughs> it was an hour-long <laughs> dramedy <laughs> from like... Circa... Circa like the early 2000s or early I'm, I'm mid aughts. Anyways, the TV show in question was Desperate Housewives. Wow, no yeah. way. So the band was on Desperate Housewives. They did like a battle of the bands uh, against, I guess, one of the Desperate Housewives' husbands was in a band. Uh, and so they were like one of the other bands. In, wow, yeah. did they lose? Yeah. Did I they think, set them up to lose? No, yeah. I think the, the, they won and the uh, husband's band lose, lost. Oh, nice. Yeah. Go, Greg. Good for you, Greg. <laughs> so they won on the, the episode of Desperate Housewives. is really funny. Yeah, and uh, I guess also did the David Letterman show. That counts as TV, right? Yeah, hell yeah. That's awesome. How do you know Greg? Uh, he's like a neighborhood friend. Actually, sort of friends with like my brother's friends. Uh, and I just sort of knew him as like one of my brother's friends. And then uh, when I grew up, I'm like, hey, this guy's great. <laughs> I also want to yeah. be his friend. And luckily, he let me be his friend. <laughs> so he's great. <laughs> that was um, so sweet. He's so nice. Yeah, he just, let me be his friend. He's, yeah, he's one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet, too. So just, cool. a, re- just a real just sweetheart. So really lucky. Uh, he actually he did. Yeah, he used to do comedy. Like uh, he, he did stand up. Uh, he hosted a long running comedy show in Toronto, Comedy at the Ossington. And uh, it was great. Yeah, really funny stuff. And he did uh, like comedy videos and stuff. He, uh, I think on his pod, on the podcast, he talked about the moment where he s- decided to stop doing it. <laughs> but uh, why? What happened? What's he, Greg's dark past? You know what? You got to listen to that episode to find out. Is it? Is it all on that episode? It is. Yeah, he tells a story. About well, now I haven't sent it to because earlier I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> that's I don't right. Care. Now you can get to know him uh, and find out why he stopped comedy. Yeah, I'll download it. Yeah. So, but you know, never say never. He could always come back anytime. We're rooting for you, Greg. Yeah, I want to see what uh, what jokes he comes up with next. All right, speaking of jokes, this next guy is also good at jokes and stand-up and comedy and improv and everything. He was a member of Picnic Face, which had a TV show <laughs> in Canada. This uh, is the guy. For a while, and he's actually coming up with a new TV show coming out on CBC called Cavendish. So check that out. In 2019, I think. And here's the clip from the episode with Mark Little. Hey, Joey. My greatest sporting achievement. Oh, I also made my, uh, also made the grade nine basketball team when I was in grade eight. Or called grade up. 10 team when I was in grade nine. It was real nice. I didn't deserve it at all. Skill wise, I was oh. like five foot two. Oh. And uh, but the coach really liked my spirit. <laughs> that drill where you crouch so low and shuffle your feet left to right. <laughs> yeah, um, baby, I put it all into that drill. Nice. <laughs> but one guy was so mad that he got cut from the team instead of me that he uh, he approached me in the library and uh, challenged me to a one on one game. And I was so scared that I said, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, a fun memory. Me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then a whole team made a song about me on the bus, which was disparaging. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Or at least one verse. But it was fun. It was so fun. It was like right when Space Jam came out. So our warm-up, like, layup line song was that uh, Monstars anthem. Mm, Oof. Yep, great. Great Nothing jam. better. <laughs> Nothing better. I mean, that to get you pumped up to play basketball? Nothing better. Nothing better. <laughs> so nothing better than Monstar's Anthem to get you pumped up to ba- play basketball is the gist of that clip. And uh, yeah, Mark Little, he he's one of my favorites. Uh, I've seen him live numerous times and every time. Hearty laughs. Hearty laughs. Uh, Hearty. Or emitted um, by me. Yes. <laughs> so it was so great to have him on. Like I mentioned, a TV star. He, um, I think we talk about it on the podcast, but he uh, was the guy of the Power Thirst video it was like one of the first like crazy viral videos on the internet uh what are you talking about steven it's yeah look it up if you're listening right now and you haven't heard if you haven't seen power thirst power thirst power thirst all one word and that was like the start of picnic face getting uh huge uh and actually he did something similar for the movie idiocracy with mike judge he did like a power thirst commercial for brondo i think the uh, the product in the movie. So, anyways, he's a. I don't know what you're saying, but I love Idiocracy. So. Yeah, exactly. So he was a part of Idiocracy. Is all I'm trying to say. I'm trying to give his credits to lend some credence to, give some people reason to go back and watch, listen to these episodes. <laughs> That's what I'm doing here with these clips. And I hope everyone wants to go back and listen to my conversation with Mark. So does Mark? How do you know Mark? Uh, he's just like around on the comedy scene. So I uh, met him at some shows and he was nice enough to be <laughs> nice to me <laughs> you know uh he, he was one of my original like people who followed me back on twitter was like wow yeah you followed me back on twitter this is crazy i um, like his voice so he's great uh and if already makes me want to listen or watch whatever he does and if you like his voice you'll like his cartoon that he created and voices the lead of called gary and his demons which uh, you can check out on Verve in the States, VRV, I think. What the hell is Verve? It's one of those website TV show channels. So VRV, I think, uh, Verve.tv maybe. (laughs) Uh, Just check out Gary and his demons. You can Google it. Uh, I think it's out in Canada now on CBC. Uh, It's hilarious. And it's all him and he's Gary. And a lot of hilarious Toronto comedians are the demons and co-stars. So basically, I think that's all the plugs for Mark Little. <laughs> Wait, isn't he in a show? What was Cavendish is coming out? What's um, it called? Cavendish. Cav- what is that? Is that English you're speaking? Mm, yeah, it's, I think it's a sh- I think it's a place out east. Um, Cavendish. Yeah, and I think it's like the premise is like two brothers come home to like take over the family business. You know, because huh. it's not out yet, so I don't know. <laughs> but maybe if you're listening to this podcast in the far future. You can check it out on the holograms of the internet. Should I follow him? Because I see it. So it's Mark at it's Mark Mark Little. Mark, Mark Mark Little. Very good. Yeah, that's him. Should I follow him? I mean, you don't have to, but he's good. Just tell me what to do, Stephen. <laughs> no, I look to you for the information <laughs> and the answers. I'm going to make an executive decision because I see that Sarah Shockey and Catherine Cohen follow, and a lot of other good people. Yeah, he's great, and uh, he'll tweet out links for all the for all the shows, so you can check out via that. Cool, I like you, Mark. I like you already. Mark's great. So yeah, if Mason says he's worth a follow, listeners, you gotta you gotta click that button. I followed you, Mark. If you don't follow me back, I'm gonna unfollow you. Uh oh. Just kidding. <laughs> but please follow me. Yeah, that would be a, that'd be great. Maybe I'll I'll send him a DM. I'll get him. That'd to be great you. for my self esteem, Mark. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening. All right. So that was- I like you, Mark, just for, you know, being an individual, not based on, you know, you following me back or not. And all the credits that I mentioned. <laughs> yes, all that stuff, all the cool stuff you're doing. All right. Well, that was Mark. And the next one is Nick. Uh, I'm talking about Nick Nemiroff. And if you, if you want people who've been on TV, this guy counts. Uh, he was recently on Conan. He did stand up and, and it was oh. very funny. You can check out that clip online so let's listen to this clip online i'll take you back all the way back to like january 9th ish 2018 scene interior (laughs) 
<laughs> Via Rail Station, Montreal. Uh, we, me and my girlfriend, went to Montreal for New Year's and we're coming back to Toronto. And we had booked a train back with our new kitten. And we were very nervous. Oh, new kitten. Aww. Yes, a very little itty bitty kitty <laughs> named Butter, who we love. Oh, shout Butter. out to Butter. <laughs> I, uh, shout out to Butter. And to take a train, to take a cat or any pet, I guess, on the train, you have to book a train with uh, cargo bay or cargo dock or whatever. And uh, this was the only train that day that had it, but it was in the middle of a huge snowstorm. Mm -hmm. So we got to the train station, and they're like, oh, yeah, we can accept uh, the pet, but uh, we're we're currently delayed by, like, five hours. So you guys will just have to wait. We're like, all right, whatever. So having coffee, waiting for about two or three hours, get another notification saying that the train has now eliminated seating. So you have to go line up and just... uh, sort of hope you, you get one of the seats that's on the train yeah the classic thing that happens when you're traveling <laughs> exactly so yeah it's like you and you buy a ticket and then they're like all right this is a ticket for a chance to be on <laughs> yeah. this uh vehicle lottery travel exactly and uh so we're waiting in line we get another notification saying that the cargo you know, portion of the train has to be used for seating so that part is now eliminated so we have to go get our cat and they're like okay you can take a train tomorrow morning at 6 a.m back to toronto if you want to come with your cat which uh you know we, we considered leaving the, the cat behind <laughs> at, the, at, the train, at the train station butter sure convinced you, you. <laughs> yeah and then butter you know yeah he talked to us and told us he was uh you know incapable of taking care of himself as he was like six months old <laughs> so he voted no for that yeah he voted no my girlfriend voted no so i was outvoted <laughs> uh that was a classic story uh <laughs> from nick uh, and that story keeps going <laughs> so you got to check out the episode to find out how that tale of travel woes finishes yeah out. i'd like to hear that yeah so that I was a tease i thought that was a good teaser for that story because they end up uh, getting into a taxi, and that's where the stuff gets really wild. Oh, shit, man. Oh, shit. I'm totally going to listen now yep. because that's like a big part of my life now. <laughs> a big part of my identity is being stressed out about moving my cat oh, across yeah. the country with me. So, Well, that's, uh, this story will <laughs> have everything you're looking for in terms of traveling with a pet. Um, I'm too sensitive, man. Like, when I hear about animals being distressed, like, I don't usually cry, but I will cry like a bitch, man. I just, it stresses me out. I can't do it. Well, spoiler alert, butter came through. Okay. Everyone made it to their destination safely. Albeit, so what, <laughs> albeit delayed. What kind of cat is butter? Like, is it a, is it a boy or a girl? I believe it's a boy. Um, is he an anxious cat? Is Butter like how how did he fare on the trip? You know, these are great questions uh, for Nick <laughs> to answer. Um, and I and Butter is pretty prominent on uh, on his Instagram. And I'm oh really? I'm assuming that it's just Nick Nemiroff on Instagram as well. So Ooh, I'm uh, gonna look it up. Yeah, it's all one word, Nick Nemiroff. And oh, here's Butter right here. So he's like an orange orange and white cat whatever that yeah i'm sure you know what that kind is oh butter so but did he talk about how like i mean is he a calm cat or uh i think butter was pretty chill for the whole uh from what i remember yeah oh i found a kitten picture yeah that's the real stuff that's the butter of the story is the kitten Uh, these are live reactions to butter, Cute. everyone. You're going to want to go check out Nick Nemiroff on Instagram and offer yourself. Uh, and definitely follow him on Twitter at Nick Nemiroff. He is uh, very funny, very nice. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Check out his comedy online uh, and check yeah. him out And check him out when he comes to see you because he's like a touring comedian. He's in L.A. a lot, uh, in Toronto, Montreal, all the hot places. So check him out. He does, I have he does the show. I say about Nick, even though I don't know him at all. <laughs> Please. Um, so I'm on his Instagram right now, and I'm seeing a picture of him with six nipples. So that's pretty crazy. 
Um, uh, I would follow just for that, honestly. Where is that? How far down did you scroll? Uh, not that far. <laughs> there's definitely, there's, yeah, he's flexing and he's got six nipples. Okay, I don't know I why. Got it. I got it here, yeah. The six. Do you see it? Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a lot of weird shit going on on Nick's Instagram, but, um, yeah, like the more I scroll, the more I'm like, what the hell's going on? But my, my, like, my first gut reaction is I like this dude. He's weird as hell. <laughs> that is the right reaction. Oh, and the link to his Conan set is right in his uh, Instagram bio. So there you go. Now I don't have to link to it. <laughs> uh, enjoy that clip. Uh, enjoy Nick online. Very funny. Enjoy Butter. And enjoy Butter, everyone. And shout out to Butter because he is the real star. Yeah. All right. Now, Mason, you know what? What? We are at the last clip. All right. We have made it almost all the way through this clip show. Are you ready to you ready to listen to the last clip? I don't want it to end. That's but I okay. knew <laughs> I knew that's the uh that's the feeling that I was going for. So this final clip is from friend of the show, Janelle Dennis. Uh, Janelle, I met her in Toronto at uh, some comedy shows around town. Very funny person. Uh, and she moved to New York to pursue business and comedy at the same time. Uh, Good H- for you, Janelle. Yeah, she's getting in the biz uh, on the HR tip. Uh, and yeah, and living in the Big Apple. So she talks about that in this clip from Friends of the Show, Janelle Dennis. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you got to harden up. Uh, I'd say getting used to the subway is one of them. Mm -hmm. Because in Toronto, for the past few years, I've been driving around. And, you know, you see it's just a whole different different vibe (laughs) when you can get from point A to point B just, you know, on your own. Like, traffic is a factor, obviously. But you know that once you leave your house, you're going to end up in a parking lot or somewhere nearby. You don't have to rely on, you know, well, now here in New York, like, switching a million trains and... Crazy uh, scenarios on the on the subway. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Those crazy subway scenarios. <laughs> Tell us about it. Are you getting uh, great performances from like those performance people? Are you getting uh, <laughs> Are you getting like weirdos man spreading all over the place? Like what What's going on? Oh, I'm getting all of that. So performances <laughs> at least one at least twice a day. So morning and and evening. <laughs> And uh, they're actually really great. Like, you know, there's a guy, I think this guy was homeless, but he was singing. I think it was easy, uh, the Commodore's Easy Live oh, Sunday yeah. Morning, which kind of didn't make sense because it was Friday. No, it was Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little early. Probably but... doesn't have calendar. <laughs> he's checking. But he was great. He was great. And then uh, the dancers I love. But the thing is, I'm kind of. I try to be cool about those kind of things. You know how people just sit there and, you know, admire the performance that's going on. But at the same time, like if I'm listening to a podcast or a mm. song and then all of a sudden someone comes with their big boom box and this whole thing. Uh, and now I feel like I'm starting to get jaded and I hate that. Yeah, like that's there was, it. Uh, <laughs> that's the New York yeah. creeping in. You got to harden yourself. It's seeping in. It's seeping in that New York hardness. That's, I mean, that was part of a clip. We were talking about that earlier, too. That New York is gross and dirty, and it's not like the poster. Not romantic. Not romantic. But even, like, now, I guess, New York is even a million times better than it was back in the heyday of scumbags, whatever, when Times Square was all evil or whatever it was all like sex clubs and stuff or whatever what are you talking about steven do you remember that uh, that that I'm was like dirty 24. new york right okay so the, yeah that was like old dirty new york it was like sex shows <laughs> in times square and then Dis- great disney bought all of the stuff around times square and then they started to gentrify it so now it's uh a little bit better i don't know if it's better but it's uh it's different let's say Okay. It's a little cleaner. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you ever been to New York? Big Apple? I went to New York when I was a 13-year-old fat tomboy. <laughs> okay. And, Does that help? And how did that experience work out for you? I don't remember. I remember seeing a, um, a guitar 
cowboy guitar player in his underwear? Is that a yes, thing? Yes, that's the guy, the singing cowboy. Yeah, Times Square. That I saw that guy weird. too. Oh, did you? So I didn't make that up. That's no, real. he's he was like an institution. I think he. Okay. I think he might have passed away. A few what? Years why? How? I don't know why I'm thinking that, but I if if listeners can confirm or deny, God, why do you have to suck the fun out of everything, Stephen? Uh, <laughs> this trivial knowledge. Oh, that guy you enjoyed? He died. Oh yeah, sorry about that. You wanted to see him again? Uh, that's not going to happen. Mm, too bad. Well, rest in peace, singing cowboy. If you are indeed dead, <laughs> if if not, I am sorry for spreading this disinformation. Oh, you're alive. Let's yeah. Let's hope that he's he is alive and singing his heart out in Times Square right now. In his underwear. That's what his thing was, and people would take yeah. pictures with them. And I don't know. Oh, if... I could do that. Why is that such a talent? I could do that. Yeah, you could. You just have to do it every day. I think that was the thing. Like this guy was out there every single day, and so if you went to New York and you went to Times Square, you would see that guy. <laughs> like that was his thing. And you know, yeah, I don't that's know if I could do that. You know, that's the real part of it, right? That's the hard work and dedication. That gets you known all over the world. Yeah, he's he's like the symbol of New York City. That's the hard work it takes. Yeah, when people think of New York City, think of a naked cowboy. Wait, we didn't talk about Janelle. Well, she's the best. <laughs> Let's talk about her. She uh, is... I don't know what to say because I don't know her. Yeah. And this might be weird to say about someone I don't know, but her voice is sexy as hell. Yes, if there was one thing we can take away from the clip... It is that she has a great voice, and she has um, she has great like characters. Like she gets big, she, that voice gets big <laughs> in a hurry, and it's great. What um, do you mean? You know, character. like she'll she'll like do like be play a character like be like her mom or someone that she knows like on stage. She'll put on a crazy wig and like perform as a character. Uh, oh, and, so and it'll be like her, her voice, but oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she had a great show, um, and she does like a duo with uh, this person Aisha um, Brown, I think, from Toronto. And yeah, they had a they had a great show together. Um, and yeah, the one time I saw her, she had a huge like wig on, was a big boombastic voice, and uh, it was very funny. So yes, thank you for reminding me to mention that. Anyway, everyone, check her out on Twitter at Janelle Dennis, and on Instagram Janelle Dennis. Wait, on Twitter it's Janelle Dennis because I also would like to follow her. It is. It's J-H-A-N-E-L-L-E-D-E-N-N-I-S on Twitter. Yeah, and you can check her out. And uh, if you're in New York City, you look for her because I think she does still perform around town. Oh, I found her. She's a cutie. She's great. Uh, she matches the voice. <laughs> yeah, very cute. Go follow her and follow her Instagram, which is great. Now can we? Now can we wrap it up? I will allow it. <laughs> now we're going to my st- podcast. Now we're going to start to wrap it up. We're going to wind it down. All right. So, let's just wind it up with maybe some uh some tips and advice for the listeners. What are some self-care tips? How are you living your best life? Give hit us oh with my God. hit us with a hot me? one. I'm t- I should I like, not be the one. Yeah, I look to you for this kind of knowledge and wisdom because you know what you do? You have great friends. And you solicit their advice, and then you distill it into your own life. Like, oh my God, you're so right. It's true. I know that about you because yeah, you have great friend circles, and I'm seeing all the like Jess sending you presents. Like, and it's mutual. You're sending people presents. It's a whole present highway, present exchange. But that's not it. It's 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 everything else. It's all the nice uh, messages and DM rooms and support, yeah. uh, and uh, and all that stuff. And this is the community, and that's why we're doing it. And that's why we're here. So, you know, that's it. Yeah, that's that's my advice is to be friends with people who are older than you. <laughs> All my friends are older than me and they I run to them for like the smallest things like tell me what to do. <laughs> tell me what to think. That's yeah, my and, advice. Yeah, and they give good advice and you're able to take that advice you. and, you know, make the most of it. So even though you're young, I think you're wise beyond your years already just because you're willing to sort of ask people uh, you know, and 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 talk and listen. <laughs> so uh, that's that's why you're you're so good because you got all that knowledge and you're so young still. Oh, thanks. I feel like a almost twenty five year old dumbass, but thank you for saying those nice things. Yeah, maybe because it's you feel like a dumbass. You're always trying to improve yourself. Um, you're always like working on stuff. So uh, oh, you know I like that's, that's been yeah. 
It's working. Yeah, it's okay to feel like a dumbass as long as you're trying to not be a dumbass. You know what? That's a that's a great <laughs> great sentiment. And so, yeah, if you have nothing else, uh, let's any shout outs maybe. Oh <laughs> man, I thought you were going to ask me on here. Um, no, it was the best. Uh, I love talking to you. Uh, you keep it real. Keep me in check. You made sure that we talked about Janelle. I almost blew right past that. I know. Like, damn. Uh, I I'm not talk even about editing these. Ten times longer than I want to talk about men. It's true. And I'm sorry for having men, clips of men on the podcast, but. How dare you, Steven? That's disgusting. You know what? Uh, you, you know, you can topple the patriarchy, but I still think it should be like a 50-50. So. I'm going to sue you for making me talk about men. Uh, all right. Well. We've done it. We've talked about men. We've talked about women. Are they different? Tune in next time. Women are better. <laughs> you tune don't in need to tune in. <laughs> so thank you very much, um, Mason, for being such a great co-host. Everyone check her out. Mason DeCris on Twitter. Um, Mason DeCris or Mason DeCris. Mason DeCris. And yeah, great stuff, great writing, um, doing a great headline series, headline of the day. Everyone got to check that out. She's taking the headlines of the day and putting her own fun spin on it. And making them sad. (laughs) Making everyone, yeah, sad about the state of the earth. (laughs) But (laughs) you know what? Whatever distracts you for the day. Yeah, so have your coffee, enjoy a little fun headlines, uh, and all the other fun jokes on Twitter. And uh, anything else? Thank you, Stephen. You're just the best. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being on, and thank you for being a super friend of the show. And now I will play the theme, and we'll say our goodbyes. Oh, I don't want to say bye. Well, that's what happens at the end of the show. No, let's talk forever. (laughs) All right, but we'll take it offline. That's for Patreon (laughs) customers only. That's the second hour. (laughs) Paid content. Check us out.